All right. Hi, everybody. Karen Fabian here, founder of Bare Bones Yoga. And this is Conversations for Yoga Teachers, my podcast. And I am here, beginning of January. This is episode three in my four-part quick episode, series of podcast episodes, all designed around a common theme. Now, depending on when you jumped in, you may just be listening to this episode and you may be a little confused about what I'm talking about. So if this is you, what I want you to do is stop listening to this and go back and listen to episode 53 and 54, or at least listen to this. And when you're done with this one, go back and do that because these only really make the most impact and the most sense if you listen to them as a series. And my commitment is to keep them as short as possible so that the whole series is, you know, maybe about an hour altogether, but each episode is maybe about 10 to 15 minutes. So let me just recap a tiny, tiny bit. Um, if you're back here at episode three and you've listened to one and two in its entirety, Awesome. I'm psyched. I'm really hoping that you're loving this content and you're starting to see the path we're on. I started out in episode 53 talking about what the number one reason is teachers come to me and join my Facebook group and what's the number one theme that I hear from them over and over and over again. And that issue, that question, that challenges, I want to learn anatomy-based cues. And then in episode 54, I shared specific anatomy-based cues that you've probably heard, you've probably used, and chances are you may not understand the whys behind them. And furthermore, even if you did understand the whys behind them, you might not be able to share them in a really easy to understand way. So I went through five specific examples. So let's say we're at this point in our journey together and you're like, okay, so podcast episode 53, you were talking about, you know, that a lot of people don't understand anatomy and I'm a teacher. I don't really understand anatomy. So I get that that resonates with me. And I get that there are other kinds of cues I want to use. And I, I understand that, um, you know, teaching in a way where I can share anatomy would probably make a lot of sense. I'd like to do that. And then maybe you listen to episode 54 and heard those examples and, you know, maybe you had like light bulbs going off over your head, or maybe you were, you know, having these moments of like, oh my God, I didn't know that. And if you remember when I ended episode 54 with the examples, I asked you to DM me on Instagram, barebonesyoga.com, or just post on one of my posts with what light bulbs went off for you. Because I can tell you when I talk to teachers uh, about specific cues and the whys behind them, I've seen those light bulbs go off and it is awesome. And those are the kinds of learnings that the person will never forget. And when I have those same experiences with students, because it's not like when I talk to a student in my class, I'm going to dilute it in a particular way because they're a student versus a teacher. And so I have these moments with students as well, where they say, God, no one has ever explained it to me. This is this is like totally making sense now. And that comes from really understanding the anatomy behind the cue and having those moments with people in your class 
is a way for you to feel like what you're doing is having an impact beyond just that one experience of that person in your class. And that's a wonderful feeling because now you're a teacher for that person in a way that transforms them even around this one little thing in a small way. And sometimes it's in a big way. What if it's something about their bodies, something that they've been struggling with for a while? You know, again, a lot of this is really designed to give you the information so you can prevent injuries in your students. And I know from talking to a lot of you, that's a big concern that you have, right? Nobody wants to be teaching in a way where they're going to hurt people. And sometimes the hurt happens because even the most well-intentioned teacher wasn't trained well, didn't retain the information, a lot of the stuff I talked about in episode 53, the first in this series, or maybe they're just thinking that just teaching in a way that they're just going to say things that they were taught is sufficient. Well, I'm here to tell you, unfortunately, a lot of times it's not. So here, I want to talk to you about, let's say you've gone this far and you're still kind of like on the fence and you're thinking, well, you know, what's really the big deal. What's the impact if I don't really know anatomy? It's not like the yoga police are going to be in my class and they're going to say, hey, you can't be teaching anymore. Or it's not like one of my students is going to come up to me and say, hey, how come you didn't say blah, blah, blah. I know that blah, blah, blah is the right way. Right? So I understand that. Maybe there are some folks out there, some teachers out there who are just saying, really, what's the point? What's the impact of not knowing anatomy? So I'm going to tell you what I think the impact is. And again, this is from talking to a lot of teachers uh, and, and kind of developing um, a profile uh, with a lot of the different impacts of not really knowing anatomy. And so here's, here's just a short list, right? So here's the first one. I feel like I'm faking it, right? No one likes to be in a position as a teacher and not have confidence that they know what they're teaching. And especially when you're teaching yoga, you're standing in front of a room of people, most of the time people you don't know, maybe you know them a little bit or you've seen them before, but you feel like a fraud. You feel like you're just standing up there repeating what uh, you were taught without any real knowledge underlying it. And that absolutely isn't a great feeling. You can't answer questions. Someone comes up to you after class. I hear this from teachers too. I'm not really sure how to help the person. I don't really know how to answer their questions and I don't understand how to um, support them in a way by you know, customizing things to meet their specific needs. Other times teachers say, well, you know, I don't really understand anatomy and I feel like I'm spending all this money on trainings and I'm not getting the results I want, right? And so the impact there is spending all this money without really feeling like there are results that you can show for it. I mean, we've all been to training experiences. I have as well, where you come home and in the week after your training, you're so full of enthusiasm and, you know, just good feelings about the bonding that you did. But do you really feel like along this particular aspect of anatomy-based cues, you walked away with tactical stuff that you can bring into your teaching in this area? Many times teachers don't. And so the other thing is this feeling of a lack of confidence. So this impact of not knowing anatomy uh, sets up a scenario where teachers lack confidence. They just feel uncomfortable standing up in front of class. They may laugh nervously. They may kind of 
you know, play around with the heat or the music or distract themselves or hide in the back of the room or, you know, just do things that show a particular body language of someone who's not confident in what they're saying. And then there's this issue of being out of integrity. And I talked about this a little bit in episode 53, which was the first in the series, this idea that when we teach anything, but here we're talking about yoga, when we teach yoga and we don't understand the whys behind what we're saying, we're out of integrity. And no, there is no yoga police that's going to come in and say, you can't be teaching anymore. However, we have to look ourselves in the mirror and answer the question, are we really being integrity when we stand up in front of a class and we say things and we don't really understand the whys behind them? And if you're starting to feel like this is getting a little high and mighty, remember in episode 53, the first in the series, what did I suggest? Teach from action and alignment. I'm not saying don't teach. I'm not saying the, the result of this is that you have this heart to heart with yourself or maybe with a senior teacher and you decide you need to stay away from certain kinds of cues until you build your knowledge base, and that means you can't teach. Of course not. It leaves you with a lot of other cues. Remember the four kinds of cues I talked about, action, alignment, anatomy, feeling base. You can teach from action, alignment, and feeling, right? And teach a great class. So do that until you fill in the anatomy gap. Um, the next thing, the impact of not knowing anatomy, what are some of the results? You're going to spend so much time and money searching for answers. I know teachers who tell me they spend hours every week creating sequences. They spend money on books. They spend time at night going online and trying to Google things. They're in Facebook groups. Heck, they're in my Facebook group, right? They're in my Facebook group. And that to them is in many cases, the one step they're taking. Is my Facebook group going to really fill all of their needs when it comes? No, of course not. It's helpful right? My group is helpful. The information I post in there, the videos I post is helpful, but it's not the whole thing. And then at the end of the day, the impact of not knowing anatomy is that many teachers find that they fall out of love with yoga teaching. And the dream that they had when they enter teaching at the first, you know, that when they first had the idea to enter, to go into yoga training, to enroll in yoga training, to register for, for training is gone. Right now they're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling like they spent two, three, four thousand dollars and all this time and maybe additional monies after their 200 hour training. And they just feel like they're spinning their wheels. They feel like they invested in something and they're out there now. And all they have is more questions than answers. And they're feeling completely unfulfilled. And what was the point of that anyway? So those are examples of the impact of keeping things as they are and not knowing anatomy when you started out this whole process by acknowledging that that is like all these other teachers I talk about the primary thing you want to have more of in your teaching good understanding of anatomy based cues. What are they and how to use them. So I want you to tune in tomorrow because we're going to talk tomorrow about how to fix this problem. So I'll see you then.